Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live, late night edition. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Tad. Good evening. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. So, we are here tonight to do a review of The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, just came out, uh, well, I guess today or Thursday, if you're like us and go to the early stuff. And uh, yeah, very eager to talk about this. Shout out to Ben Grimm in the chat so far. Thank you for all of you guys staying up this late with us. We do appreciate it very, very much. And uh, yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit about the movie first. This is from director... Andre uh, Andre Overdahl, and this one follows. <clears throat> Based on a single chapter, the captain's log from Bram Stoker's classic 1897 novel Dracula, the story is set aboard the Russian schooner, <clears throat> schooner Demeter, which was chartered to carry private cargo. 24 unmarked wooden crates from Carpathia to London. The film will detail the strange events that befell the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a terrifying presence on board the ship. When it finally arrived near Whitby Harbor, it was derelict. There was no trace of the crew. So, uh, all right. We're very much looking forward to this one. And, of course... Yeah, really excited for this. Uh, Kruger, though, before I geek out, what did you think? Um, I've been very excited for this movie since I saw first saw the trailer, mainly because a couple years back we reviewed that movie Blood Vessel, and it's essentially a similar plot. Vampires on a boat, no escape from the boat. What's going to happen? Um, so I... Uh, I was definitely like a little off put at first when I saw the trailer for the movie because I was like, oh, fuck, they're just like ripping off this poor Australian low budget movie. But then I realized, oh, this is actual retelling of a Bram Stoker story. All right, this makes sense. Um, so Andre Orvidal, to me, is definitely one of my favorite working directors right now. I mean, he made Troll Hunter, Scary Stories is Telling the Dark, Autopsy of Jane Dome, which I love all of those movies especially troll hunter though and uh also another friend from uh norway so uh those norwegians make some damn good films because this is by far one of my favorite movies i've seen all year um just for the sure character acting of uh uh javier uh Botet as uh dracula or nosferatu whatever you want to call him in this movie um he he just steals the fucking show with his performance i mean he is him and doug jones definitely i think belong on the mount rushmore of character actors of all time because anytime they're on screen no matter how extensive the makeup is they really really fucking bring a terrifying presence and i mean this dracula dude is fucking just badass i mean they go full creature with it but then uh, I also did like how later on you did kind of see how he could be disguised as a man as well. Uh, but like 
and I loved that, like, the beginning of the movie, I mean, this Dracula is very weak and it's starving. I mean, that's essentially why it's being sent to London, because it wiped out all of the people in Transylvania that he, it could feed off of, and now it needs to move elsewhere. And uh, I, I liked how when we first see Dracula in the movie, he's very sickly looking and just very... Uh, I, I mean, almost looking like he's on death's door, but then as he gets to feed, he becomes more and more of this menacing bat creature from hell. And uh, everything about him as a creature, every all the scenes of him in the movie were they they by really really exceeded my expectations. And I love the cast and just all the characters on it, it, that you know were on the ship. Uh, Corey Hawkins, who played Clemens, I thought was a very uh, relatable character and just somebody that you really could root for. Uh, Did you recognize him from something? Maybe uh, not, but Todd. That's like Dr. Dre. I was confused when uh, they, the woman and he didn't immediately beat her. Well, and he was so in, other than <laughs> he was he was in Kong School. He was also well. in yeah. He was also. Um, but I thought he just played a great character and just uh, his character kind of touched my heart a bit because, I mean, a lot of people in this world think very similar to that guy. They just kind of want to get to the bottom of what is making the world tick and the mysteries of the world kind of scare them. And I, I love how he's this very rational, uh, science-driven man, but then he's stuck on a boat with a supernatural entity and how that kind of fucks with his head was really cool to see. I also loved uh, Liam Cunningham as Captain Elliot and his relationship with Toby. I think that I, I'm not going to give anything away, but I'll say those two probably had the most powerful scene in the whole movie. And when shit hit the fan with, with those two characters, I mean, I looked at my girlfriend, my jaw was like completely dropped. Like I had no clue they were going to go that hard or go into that area of, uh, just depressing shit and goddamn they got there uh i mean as a whole i this is just a fucking great ride and one of my favorite vampire movies i've seen i think ever uh it's essentially you know alien on a boat but with fucking dracula and i i i love that concept i love the isolation and just the feeling of helplessness throughout the movie all the characters, all the acting, everything was just perfect to me. Um, my only complaint is I was hoping for a little bit more of a bigger ending, if that makes sense. But they kind of do that for a certain reason, and I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but I understand what they were going for, but I would like the more definitive thing than something a little bit open-ended if that makes sense uh i again okay. haven't read the book don't know anything about it that's all your fucking bravado dan so uh you can go away with that but for me as somebody that just went into this uh blind as far as the source material and just came in for a nice fucking bloody creature feature it gave me all of that oh and before i forget the kills were also pretty goddamn good uh you know this isn't like a total blood-soaked gore-filled movie but the stuff that was there was awesome and there's a scene where somebody goes flying off something and dracula makes him go splat that fucking was awesome and i uh, just this whole movie uh it, it proves 
not only why Andre Orvidal is like one of the best working directors that we have in the horror genre right now, but also that Javier Botet is just a fucking gem to the horror genre and give him more stuff to sink his teeth into uh, because, and pun intended, because this was a, uh, th- this was, I think one of his greatest performances ever. Todd. Um, well, <clears throat> Kruger, you definitely liked it more than me. I did enjoy it. The, it, it saved itself for me at the end, kind of dragged a bit for me. I, I, and I had actually kind of avoided the trailers I'd seen a little bit of it. I'm like, I'm going to avoid as much as I can. So I just kind of knew Vampire in a Boat. I didn't even make the connection at that point, the Dracula stuff. But I went in pretty much a blank slate. And once it gets going, I I really got into it. So I did have a good time. And I'm glad I saw it. And I think on reviewings, kind of knowing where it goes, I'm going to enjoy it more. Um, But I do have some notes from Pugs also. Um, I enjoy this is Pugs. I enjoy this very much, flaws and all. The ending in particular. The atmosphere and setting worked well for me. They made Dracula an actual monster, and I'm here for it. No spoilers, but I'd like more of this, especially the Nosferatu. I'm gonna leave the rest out yep. because it's spoilerish. Um all right. Well, I'll just go we'll save the rating for after Dan. Okay, Dan, go for it. Sure, sure. Uh, so this has been in development for many years, actually. This has gone through a bunch of script revisions and directors dropping out. So it's it's something that's kind of been in the pipeline for a long time. Uh, very exciting to kind of see something just based on this one tra- uh, one chapter in the, the Stoker novel. And... Uh, so one thing I do like about it, it's not afraid to be dark and downbeat. It doesn't uh, feel like a modern film, and I mean that in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the cast overall was fantastic. You'll uh, you'll recognize Woody Norman, who plays Toby, the, the boy. He was also the kid in Cobweb, yep. so he's having a busy year in horror. Good for him. Um, yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Javier Botet. I mean, he's been all over the place. He played Slender Man. He was mm-hmm. uh, uh, Mama in Mama and just a ton of other things. He doesn't have that. He's not that household name that Doug Jones is, but I kind of feel like he's well on his way. He's up uh, there for that. me, man. Uh, yeah, he's played a lot of great roles. And uh, obviously this movie has great atmosphere. It's a pretty solid budget, you know, for a period piece. And We'll see what the box office does because, you know, Dracula stuff hasn't done so great in recent years. You know, Dracula Untold and whatnot uh, didn't how, exactly how did, do well. How uh, did Renfield do? Not It did okay, but the budget was too high. That was the issue mm-hmm. with Renfield. And that's also a different type of Dracula I'm going to tell you right now, this creates the did. ultimate trilogy. You got this, then you got Dracula, then you yeah. got Renfield. Full yeah, game. this one doesn't fit too well into that tone. Perfect trilogy. But, but uh, so I had a lot of concerns from the trailer. I, I was really worried about some overuse of CG on uh, Dracula. And it's it's a pretty good mix of practical and 
CG. Uh, in fact, I believe more practical it's than more I was pr- expecting. Yeah, yeah you, you could kind of see. It's kind of a Max Shrek Nosferatu look, but not exactly. There's there's some subtle differences there. And I'm all for, you know, feral, brutal vampires that, uh, you know, aren't of the, the sexy gothic variety. Okay. Um, now, I do have some issues with this, uh, particularly as we get towards the end. There are some uh, some logic issues uh some script issues really is more what i should say uh certain i'm not going to spoil it because that involves spoilers but there's certain things that are kind of irrelevant that are planned knowing what we know uh if you see it you'll probably know exactly what i'm talking about uh it doesn't ruin the movie or anything because uh, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit uh aceling uh uh, who played Anna. She was in uh, Jennifer Kent's The Nightingale, and she does such a good job of playing these broken, traumatized characters. She's a powerhouse in that movie. Uh, she's really good here. She doesn't, uh, you know, you only get so much character development with certain people, but she's got a nice little arc here. I, I really loved everybody in the movie. Um, it, Like I said, there's a little bit of issues as you get to the end and once again even if you've never read the Bram Stoker novel we know where this is all going <laughs> you know it doesn't fuck with the lore too much so you kind of know exactly where this movie is going and that can be an issue uh as well for a lot of people because again you know Dracula whether you've read the book or not uh but overall I had a blast with that. You brought up Blood Vessel. I think Blood Vessel is the superior film. I don't uh, think so. After wa- I watched it last night after I came home. <clears throat> and you want to talk... Like, I don't know how intoxicated I was when I watched that movie. But you want to talk about flaws, motherfucker. There's some goddamn oh, big flaws. I didn't say it was movie. perfect. And I'd have to go back and rewatch that too. You know, I've only. Yeah, I think we were all just so high on it because of the concept and everything and just how cool the vampire looked. Mm -hmm. But watching it on Blu ray last night, I mean, I gave that movie five stars when I first watched it. It dropped a point and a half. Yeah. Uh, it's I a mean, good double either way. No, yeah, yeah, definitely a great double. And like, not to take anything away from Blood Vessel, this. Uh, Last Voyage of Demeter had fucking what? what do, do you guys have the budget on it? Because I'm actually curious. Compared to um, Blood Vessel, that had like you know jack oh, shit. A lot more. This is uh yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find the I, the budget. No, nothing posted. Let me see if uh, Blood Vessel has a budget out there. Um. Well, Wikipedia, but uh, you know what I mean? Uh, They they actually don't even have it. But like way different, you know, in terms of budget. Solid double, though, if you want a nice double of uh, vampires on a boat theme. Um, 
but yeah, man, I, I mean, I was just, I, I didn't know uh, this was done by the same guy who did Troll Hunter. And I was like, once I, I was literally sitting in uh, the theater with my girlfriend and we're on Leatherbox logging in. And I was like, who the fuck is directing this? Oh, shit. Uh, so it really, really excited me because I'm such a big fan of Troll Hunter. Um, I like his movies a lot, but I still think he's chasing the magic uh, from Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I, I love that his mo- best movie. I love that movie too, but I I don't know where I would rank it. I would I, see. I haven't watched Autopsy. I've only seen the film once. Uh, I have the Blu-ray, so maybe I'm due for a rewatch. Maybe I'll do that soon because uh, I I want to rewatch Troll Hunter too and just kind of see where I rank Homeboy's movies. Did you guys watch his Thor movie he made? Mortal. Yeah. Um. No, I did. It's his weakest movie. It's okay. I've been in, in, interested in checking it out because. Uh, uh, Wyatt Two Shadows from Smoke Signals actually told me about it, and I was like, "Oh, it's my fucking guy from Troll Hunter. I'll give it a shot at least." For me, my favorite is obviously the Autopsy of Jane Doe. <laughs> Fair enough. See, I thought you would like this Dracula more, Todd. I mean, I liked it a lot, he, dude. He, but I mean, knowing you, this guy's kind of pimp, bro. He's just <laughs> keeping bitches in boxes to fucking open up, eat, and then. Do whatever the fuck he wants to them. That's right up your alley, motherfucker. <laughs> it is, and I agree with. Well, I can't say what Pug said because it's <laughs> spoilery. But no, I, I and again, I, I, it just started off slow for me. That was my. I only think you. Thing. I think knowing exactly how there was it's a little, going to end is there's also, a little a little bit know. of that prequelitis in there. I yeah, mean, that right. doesn't bother yeah, me though, because sure. because like you could ne- necessarily say the same thing with like a lot of fucking stuff that's out there. I mean, and a lot of times we do. Yeah. It just depends what it is. Like, I mean, like, but you, I'm able, but but just for me personally, as like a guy that fucking you know has seen a lot of movies where that hasn't bothered me, like I'm able to just turn my brain off and be like, all right, I'm that's just down for this fucking ride to yeah. see what the fuck happened. And sometimes that compels me to be more interested in the story because I'm curious about why there's nobody on the boat now. If that right. makes sense, there's uh, opportunities to potentially play with the lore a little bit in a possible sequel. Uh, I have a feeling it's not going to do well, and, and that which is even though I do have my issues with the movie, uh, it I, I'd like to see it do well. This is the type of thing I'd like to see more of. It's got a very healthy budget, you know. Period piece horror. I. I hope people embrace it a lot of times you know something like talk to me does really well and this is coming out right after it doesn't always bode well when it comes to horror movies uh but See, and and, yeah. and like when it comes to those two man i'm last voyage of demeter way but i mean but I, look look at the yeah for me for sure dude like but but you have to understand this is my meat and potatoes dude it's yeah, fucking yeah. seclusion with a creature with, you know, some good kills in it. Like, that's what I like. I mean, that's why Alien is like one of my favorite movies of all time. The isolation of not no escape being stuck in the middle of nowhere with a creature on a boat or on a ship, for that matter. Uh, you know, it, it, it just it channels into the things I love. And uh, again, I don't think we've ever gotten a Dracula so fucking savage on screen ever. 
I, I mean, we've had vampire, like, you know, 30 Days a Night, I think arguably is one of the greatest vampire movies ever made. And it fucking has like probably the most vicious vampires on screen. I think the, let's just say some of the communication that this Dracula had with some characters I thought was handled really well. Limited, <laughs> uh, creepy. Uh, David, yeah, because there's people that haven't seen it, uh, but <laughs> there's no real way to censor uh, spoilers in the chat, unfortunately, because <laughs> nobody else has seen it yet. Uh, but I, I can kind of imagine. You can put it in the comments, though. I'd be curious to hear. Yeah, just don't do it while we're live streaming so it doesn't force yeah. people to see it, and we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I like the actors a lot. It, it's not a perfect movie, but I'm still rooting for it. And I mean, it's Dracula, obviously. You know, I eat that up. So, um, and do we want to do a spoiler segment? Yeah, we should. I mean, Again. we haven't done one in fucking, I, I feel like months. So, yeah. Right. So, we'll weigh in uh, once you hear the, for any of you new in the chats, I know we're recording at an unusual hour. Uh, we will you'll hear the spoiler air raid sirens and then we'll talk openly about yeah. it. All right, so let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> getting ahead of yourself, I Todd. Am. Star rating, Todd, first. Yeah. Okay. Kruger. What do you say, Kruger? I, I'm gonna guess a five. No, actually. Oh, okay. Uh just because of the the ending not being as big or epic as I wanted it to be, uh it it got deducted a half a star. But I'm a four and a half out of five. And I fucking love the shit out of it. And that's not to say this movie won't eventually get to the uh a five for me. But in order for me to really give it the five, I need to watch Troll Hunter and Autopsy of Jane Doe and kind of see where I placed them if I was ranking all of his films together. So four and a half out of five. Uh, as of right now, it sits probably like at least in my top five of the of the whole year. So uh, I, I I think this has strong contention for uh, staying on my uh, favorite uh, my top ten by the end of the year. Cool, cool. Uh, uh, Dirk, I yeah. Well, I think Kruger would definitely consider it rewatchable. A hundred percent. I I think. Uh, it, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think oh, especially if you just want a vampire, like around Halloween and stuff is around when I start to watch my werewolf and vampire movies and stuff. So like if you're in a mood one day in October to throw on a vampire flick, I don't know if this will be out by then. I, it probably will. Be. Uh, it'll be yeah. out probably in like yeah. three or four weeks. I, I would say, I would say definitely throw this on your list in your Halloween rotation and you'll, you'll have a fucking good time. And uh yeah I, I mean i think it exceeded my expectations not only as a vampire movie but as a creature feature in general i watch a lot of dracula films around halloween that are not perfect uh i watch a lot i mean it's halloween dracula uh if you don't get to see it in the theater definitely check it out um and as far as should you go out to the theater i think you kind of know if you like period piece horror i, I i'd say go check it out uh, and I'll I'll elaborate a little bit more in the spoiler section, but I'm three and a half. I liked it a lot. It's not a classic. It's not in the upper echelon of Dracula movies for me, but I was entertained. And there's a lot to like here. Uh, the 
raft scene. I'll just say that. I thought that was really powerful. It's a lot of really good moments. And it's not safe horror either. No. No it, one's safe in this motherfucker. I, I like that it's downbeat, and I appreciated that very much. And it could go up uh, on repeated viewing. I think I, that's what I, I do appreciate. have some issues, though. And I, and I think that's what I appreciated the most about this, is you could tell this isn't an American <laughs> director because of the areas he went to. Yeah, definitely. Todd. Which is why, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing, which is why there was a certain kind of trauma that made Pugs give it a four out of five. So, (laughs) shocker. Um, I'm a three and a half with room to grow. So, I'm surprised. I thought you guys were going to like it a lot more. Oh, I did like it. Uh, It's a a lot of gray. The the color, the lack of color just like kind of blahs everything for me. That's one thing I knew going in from the trailer. It, it's just that, like, all the... Yeah. I like to wallow in that. That's hard. Yeah. Me. Yeah, no. Like, that. I think that's doom and gloom, you know, and how dark the story was. I think it called for something like that. I, can't, I, I mean, fall asleep you can't... if I drive in the desert, so what do you expect? What color just does nothing for me? <laughs> all enough. right. Do we want to talk spoilers? Yeah. Uh, try and keep spoilers out of... Well, I, get, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, just if you don't want any spoilers, fucking bounce now. And once <laughs> yeah. you see the movie, come back and check there out the live go. section in the comments. But uh, if you don't yeah. want to be spoiled, bounce out of here because there may be some spoilers in the live chat. Yes. Yeah, if you're watching the live version where there we're talking go. spoilers. Spoil away a- once you <laughs> hear the air <laughs> All right, now you've been warned. So, I mean, yeah, uh, prequelitis, as Todd said. You know exactly how this has got to end, pretty much. It doesn't really... um, uh, See you later, Dirk. Uh, It doesn't really do anything that you don't expect it to do. Uh, Now, there is opportunities, I think, for for a sequel that would be really cool. Yeah, that's Ferratu-esque. Yeah, having uh, you know, uh, uh, Clemens interact potentially with Van Helsing, Jonathan Harker, etc. Um, I would love to see that. Once again, I just have this bad feeling that this isn't going to do very well because it, it's not a cheap film. Um, we also, I didn't point out because he's in fucking everything now. Uh, David Dasmalchian, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Wojcik, uh, he's oh, he was, was he the guy in the Boogeyman? Uh, Yes. Yeah, he was in Boogeyman. He's, he's and uh, Polka Dot Man from fucking yes. Squad. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been in everything as a character. He's got actor, a, and he, he's really good. He's got a horror film he directed coming up. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. He's Did, uh, he do hosted. Do you know off the top like, of your head what it is? I'll double check it real quick. Yeah, he hosted the Chainsaw Awards. Uh, he's all over. Um, there's certain things like their whole plan to sink the ship with Dracula on it. And then it's like, well, okay, we know he can fly now. So again, and also the foreshadowing at the beginning, we know exactly how this ends. No, I get that. At that point. But it makes sense because they were pinning him to the ship. So he couldn't fly away. Well, yeah, they pinned him at that point, but still. No, but that was the fucking plan, Dan. That's why I'm saying, yeah. you're like, you're, you're saying that, oh, he It was a little away. convoluted the way they were trying to get him. I thought at that point, I don't want to say dumb, but in comparison to the rest of the movie, I didn't think that worked as well. 
Um, and again, yeah, it's prequelitis. You just kind of know going into this one uh, that it's, you know, it's kind of like you're doing the Rogue One thing, which is fine because I think Rogue One's the best Star Wars uh, movie since the uh, 100% originals. Right. I, well, and speaking of Star Wars, this is one thing Pug said. I'd like them to Star Wars the Star Wars this bitch until the entire Dracula saga out of order. He yeah. also he yeah. also said the one thing that I didn't read. He said was the no spoilers, but he'd like more of this, especially the Nosferatu look with the pimp cane. He was kind I of think. like yeah, I mean Max Shrek uh, crossed with like maybe a little bit more of the creatures from the Descent. I thought it was interesting at the very end how they didn't really have like the distinguished English gentleman kind of looking guy, uh, well, Romanian gentleman, uh, that he was still in his feral state uh, at the well, end. I, I kind of figured they might just have him as a normal guy. Uh, but I, I not that I, I, I mind it. He's got to drink more blood, I guess. Um, well, yeah, I'm assuming that has something to do with how, like, depleted he was by the time he got onto the ship. I mean, homeboy must need some fucking, uh, like, a lot of fucking blood in order to become this handsome man that's, you know, fucking bitches as a wolf. <laughs> and I just got to say, I, I, I want to see a version with Nicolas Cage doing the other gimmick in this. What, what do you mean doing the like so Nicolas Cage versus Dracula or no Nicolas no just Cage? him doing that that Renfield like burned up character oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as the Dracula <laughs> yeah man I gotta watch Renf uh, Renfield again because I feel like when I watch it the second time I may actually like it more than I do right now I'm gonna have to watch it by the by the time we do our top ten because like right now this I, I think it I think I have like. It's like Malum, this, and then Renfield are like, I think, three to five or three to six right now. So I think um, overall, like I said, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I, it'd, be, I, it'd be interesting to see Javier try and do it in a more traditional Dracula movie, although they they could easily recast him too if they wanted to. They better um, fucking not. Not after this performance, it, motherfucker. Yeah, it, it depends. I mean, out of the you know the makeup scene, you know, Dracula's a tough role, and obviously this would probably be somewhat more traditional. Um, I'm down for another proper Dracula uh, movie. Because uh, you're so pretentious, rooting for it. <laughs> who? who are you? Well, this is well. I'll say this for non-spoiler when we're done with spoilers. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 they have room to grow. Oh, uh, now that now that yeah, we're yeah, just... yeah. Ben Feruza, Nosferatu, At, uh, Cliff yeah, Booth. Yeah. After seeing what Dracula looked like Cliff, in this I movie, mean. I think Feruza would would have grounds to sue after the yeah. grounds to sue for the filmmakers stealing her gimmick. Yeah, this is like, true. But you know what? Especially when he was all on the floor, like fucking. <laughs> she would yeah. make a good Lucy in a follow-up. It's a little bit older now, I agree, but she would have made a great Lucy. Would have, yeah. Like uh, dude, how about the scene when Toby fucking comes back to life and fucking gives the captain third-degree burns all over his arm, <laughs> dude? That scene was so fucking hard. 
Like I like I looked at my chick and I was just like, holy fuck, they just went there. <laughs> and I just see this fucking kid off my, and just the trauma of that captain, you know, him probably bringing this poor little orphan boy that has no fucking parents onto the ship. And he's, you know, letting him work and just let, keeping him around, being a father figure to him. And then just to watch him grab you as he's fucking on fire, bursting in the flame, like emotionally. That shit hit me hard, and it, like it hit me hard, like the the way the burnings uh, go in uh, Midnight Mass. It actually reminded me a lot of Midnight Mass in that sense, because you remember when she's on the ship, or on, not on the ship, but on the boat, and uh, her boyfriend, she has to watch her boyfriend basically burn up in front of her. I mean, it was a powerful scene in that show, and I felt like having this father and son dynamic between this captain and this little kid and not to mention the little kid was charming as fuck i mean he was awesome uh he became my favorite character within the first a little modern i thought like not that i mean he he was he he did what he was supposed to he just he felt a little modern in comparison to the other characters for some reason i don't know but uh he was good uh liam cunningham you know of course he's always fantastic uh it'd be interesting to see Depending what you do with Dracula, but uh, who you put in the Van Helsing role, I'm trying to think somebody really cool that hasn't stepped into those shoes yet, Harker and all of that. It's you kind want, of you, you, you don't want to bring uh, you don't want to bring uh, fucking Wolverine back as Van Helsing, Dan. Uh, you know what? If he Hugh Jackman would have been good in that role. Uh, oh, shout out Steak just got back. Uh, shouts out fake Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah, he yeah, was... isn't he? Isn't he the new Van Helsing basically anyway, though? No, no, he's not. I mean, Van if Helsing. we, but I mean, isn't that essentially the well, role he's given? You would, you would presumably, unless he just got murked at the beginning of a new of a sequel, he could interact. See, honestly, if you gave me the decision, I would break from the lore a little bit. I would have Van Helsing and you know do the Harker and all thing and all of that. Uh, but I would insert him in there kind of, you know, maybe he dies, maybe he survives. Maybe you throw a, I don't mind messing with the, the lore a little bit and having fun with it. But um, I don't know who I get. Honestly, you know what? Hugh Jackman trying to do a proper Van Helsing might be interesting. I don't give a fuck as a kid. That movie was the fucking tits. It looks like a <laughs> okay. sci-fi channel original. Though. Now it does. Yeah. I'm not fucking reading that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you know what? Masada didn't need CGI to do that shit. Yeah, no, dude. Well, and he wrestled, what, three weeks later and got stabbed in the fucking burns with his own skewers. There you go. We get Masada. Is Van Helsing. Oh my god, dude. Take my you see him fucking skewer him in the heart. Oh. Only if we can uh be meta about it. Where's your English accent? No, just like, dude. Just yeah, like he, staple somebody in the yeah, no, then like where's your accent? He's like, fuck you, bitch. I just, I just want to <laughs> see him make Dracula cry. Oh, hey, ah, do you want to play that clip? No, 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 no. 
<laughs> Me and Todd both can't afford to be canceled from uh, the wrestling scene. <laughs> canceled from life. Um, no, no. Look, I'm rooting for this. Honestly, you should go and check this out. You really should uh, support it. Yeah, we get a lot of dumb shit. I mean, it, I thought in the last Insidious movie was garbage. I so agree. Pretty close to garbage. And it made a shit ton of money. That money should be going to stuff like Talk to Me. And, and this. Even, yeah, and even though I had a few issues with this, it should be going to this as well. I do highly. Don't just fucking take all the money because you're A24 bullshit movies, Dan. All right. Talk to Me is a modern classic. This is not Get quite a modern classic. Get the fuck classic. out of here with that. Tony got sequels coming. It, it, great for that it's not fucking <laughs> that fantastic i'm it's sorry uh, you you it was no bodies 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 but <laughs> it's a short list of people that did not love that movie did you know i liked it a lot i gave it a four out of five but i'm not fucking saying it's one of the best movies of the year for me that's just <laughs> not my that's not my bag brother but you're eight you fucking stroke and Grab the balls, tug on them for eight all the, every chance. Shaft them so. the balls. I absolutely do. Yeah, you spit, no, touch. dude, you go so deep, you get both balls in your mouth. All right, all right, no, 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 no maybe the hands. I don't want to go any much. further. But yes, a twenty-four rules. Um. <sighs> so yeah. On that note, uh, on the that's still anger from our fucking slash over recording. We so. we can close on Fellatio. That's fine. We can close. Uh, Todd, you can take the spoilers off. We're talking about the filleting shafts at this point. So yeah, we're good. What up, Ghost? Everybody's popping up at the end here. Steak, Ghost, Ghost. Uh, if you think this is the best episode. Ever you fucking wait until you see Slash Tober, brother. <laughs> you just fucking wait. I did. I thought we were gonna have to call in an ambulance. So yeah, you guys won't want to miss that. Uh, so on that note, uh, guys, we will all be together soon. We're like ten days, eleven days away. Uh, so at least some of us, anyways, will be together. Three of you and... will be together. You cunt. Fucking way to say us. all of us, and this include me, you motherfucker. We're gonna we're gonna have you on. We'll Skype you. Well, you might be. You might be. I may uh, just come down to fucking go drop you on your fucking neck. <laughs> hey, that no. works too. Uh, but patreoncom slash features It all starts at just a buck. We yeah, really subscribe to our Patreon that. so I could afford to take the Greyhound to go beat Dan's ass when he's bit down in California. There you go. Uh, and also Discord, very active. So you'll want to get on there, and uh, sometimes you get uh, you get uh, more more anger on there. No, actually, Discord's not that angry. I see it can more. be at There's times. It could be depraved. I could say that much. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, more so than YouTube. Join our join our Discord for sure. If you if you are the like us and you want to keep up to date with all the Blu-ray releases all the fucking new trailers that drop and shit. Our Discord's really, really good about that. We post new trailers, new deals when it comes to picking up Blu-rays, new Blu-ray release uh, announcements. We, It's on the daily that you're getting all that stuff on there. So you want to keep up to date? Join our Discord. Link is in the description. Let's see if we could ever do a trailer show on Discord. I don't we, know. Definitely, we definitely fucking could. Yeah, because YouTube's so funny. 
yeah. about it. Barracuda. Yeah, dude, we got fucked by the Meg for hell's sake. Yes. Um, so yeah. And it didn't so, affect our rating. Now Dan's like, I would uh, want to chase my rating. <laughs> <laughs> uh so with that being said, stay tuned. We've got some black Emmanuel, a lot of black Emmanuel coming for after dark. We've got the return of analog nightmares, which will be a, we'll have a couple of those coming your way, and all sorts of Halloween surprises in store. So don't miss any of it. Along with Slashtober, Slashtober, yes, and it's. I'm not just overselling it. I think everybody would agree the first one is going to be can't miss. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can say right now. Good night. We'll see you in here next time. Good evening. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. <laughs>